All right, my friend, I am super excited that you are here for another week of the Husband Law Podcast. I think you are really going to enjoy this week. We are talking self-care today. And before we dive into this week's episode, I wanted to share with you two things that have been setting my heart on fire this month. First of all, it's been kind of a hard month for me. I have been sick and sometimes I go down a rabbit hole when I get sick and dive into comparison and start beating myself up. And so I really needed something to pull me out of that. And it was perfect timing that our new Boldology journals came in and they are looking fresh and pretty and bright and they just make me so happy. But they really make me happy because I was able to sit down and start diving into my Boldology journal to get clarity about what it is that I need right now and to remind me of what is true and to understand the feelings that I was having so that I could process those and start moving forward so that I could take bold action. I really encourage you to pick up a Boldology journal. It has some great things that come along with it that are going to help you in this bold journey. But what it does is it really helps you process your feelings from any given situation and helps you understand what it is you want and need so that you can hear your voice and take bold action. We didn't print a ton of these, you guys, because we're a small business still. And so we keep our inventory a little bit on the small side. I hope you will go pick one up before they are gone. You can get them at theboldlogic.com forward slash bold journal. You can also find that link in our show notes as always. The other thing I wanted to share with you guys is a podcast that I recently found, and it is so awesome. It is called Fireside with Blair Hodges, and I could try and go in and describe it for you, but I feel like Blair can do it better. So I'm going to turn the time over to him, and then we'll dive into this week's episode. Have a great week. Hi, my name is Blair Hodges, and I wanted to try something that most podcast producers would say was impossible. I wanted to make a show about religion and culture that all of my friends would want to listen to. And that seems impossible because I have friends all over the map when it comes to religion. Some of them are really devout believers. Others have been really hurt by religion. Some like to talk about faith, and others aren't interested in that at all. But all of my friends can be brave, they can be vulnerable, and they can be curious. So I took those three things, vulnerability, bravery, and curiosity, and I mushed them all up in podcast form to create fire side with Blair Hodges. And there's a seat waiting for you right next to the fire where you'll meet nationally renowned writers, artists, thinkers, and activists, and all of them know how to reveal holiness in the gritty, in the earthy, mundane, everyday stuff of life. And the topics we cover might seem like they're all over the map. Season one explores nostalgia and homesickness and death and grief and time travel and disabilities and racism and mindfulness and the very nature of religion itself, all kinds of things. But what holds it all together is the curiosity, vulnerability, and bravery that we all experience together, warmed by the flames under a starlit podcast sky at Fireside with Blair Hodges. Sponsored by the Howard W. Hunter Foundation and the Dialogue Foundation. And if you're listening to this little promo spot, then you already know where you can find it. I hope you'll bring a friend because there's unlimited seating at Fireside with Blair Hodges. If at the start of a weekend, I'm going into the weekend with a clean car inside and out, vacuumed and washed, my stress level will be so much lower versus all weekend feeling like, I'm such a mess. I need to get my crap together. Got to clean my house. I got to clean my car. So that has almost become a signifier for me of like, I'm ready to like enjoy this weekend because my car is washed. Yeah, it takes things (laughs) off your plate that you have to think about. That practical self-care really is a big deal. What's up, everybody? This is Matt here with the Husband-in-Law Podcast. This is where we share our stories of love, ex-love, marriage, ex-marriage, divorce, ex-divorce, and coming out of a closet that needed to be opened and so much more. 
This podcast is for those who are looking to up their relationship game by understanding first yourself and then others, like your wife, your husband, and your wife's ex-husband on a whole new level. Welcome to the Husband-in-Law Podcast. Let's get this party started. Okay, we're ready. That's what she said. We're ready. We're ready to do this thing. (laughs) Here we go. Okay, Matt, do you want to start off this week by reading our latest review? Absolutely. Let's read this. babe. The title of this review says, Helpful and Entertaining Podcast. And thank you very much, five star here. Uh, I've been listening since I heard Jessica on an episode of Questions from the Closet podcast. I started from the beginning, and I'm nearly caught up. I don't know what I'll do when I'll have to wait for new episodes to drop. I love the insights and perspectives you three share. My oldest son came out three years ago. Your podcast has helped me look at situations with a different perspective, all while simultaneously giving more grace. Thank you for sharing and allowing us to learn from your experiences. P.S. I currently live in Oklahoma, and I think you all need to come back and make some new fun (laughs) memories. (laughs) Maybe we need to go on like a... uh tour of our past life <laughs> i think that would be fun let's do it I've, you I've, want to do that matt yeah I would i've love, done it before i've been back there and i would love to go to the ymca downtown oklahoma city <laughs> <laughs> do a little bit Stop. of workout I was gonna... see how many people i can get looking at me my direction oh, i'll see you in the steam room matt wear short shorts <laughs> well if you have the mullet i think you'll definitely get lots of looks yeah i think so too <laughs> Are you going to tan the tops of your legs before you wear the short shorts? What do you mean? You know, like the upper thigh. Of course. It depends when we go, though. <laughs> All right. Matt's excited to take a tour. I'm of, ready. Uh, I'm, I'm less excited. Mine and Steve's past. <laughs> Steve, it'll be great. Oh. I, I wonder if that would be therapeutic, Steve, or if it would just be I have been back there and intentionally revisited all the places that were... Very emotionally charged. How long ago was this? Five years. Five years ago? Well, I mean, I know how you are with timelines, so maybe it could be. Yeah, I totally. I actually just made that up. It was some time ago. (laughs) (laughs) Sometime between, sometime in the last 10 years. (laughs) Okay. Okay. There was a guy that I connected with here in Idaho who lived in Oklahoma City, ironically, and I flew out to see him once. Didn't last long, but, but while I was there, I took a day or a portion of a day and went around and just revisited. Had all, Sebastian all moved of... away from Oklahoma City at yeah. that time? Okay. Yeah. But I just went to all the places and... How many places was that? I don't know, 15, 20. <laughs> just... <laughs> Did you go drive by your old house? Went, drove by the old house and just... For me, there's something therapeutic and it offers some closure to like revisit. Mm-hmm. Places like that and, you know, just think back to what took place in those spots. I went to the house. So you I use that as more old... of like a reflection type of moment. Yes. And I'm there's reflecting. also okay. something for me of like facing a spot that was unpleasant, that holds a lot of unpleasant memories for me. And I don't know, there's there's something therapeutic about that. Somehow it like... Releases it. Yeah, I, I, I left that experience feeling like... I had processed some of those things, and I, it had less hold over me. I'm trying to think where else I went. The house, the YMCA, the 
hospital that Sebastian worked at. The the boardwalk. What's the boardwalk? The, maybe it was the lake walk. I don't know. The lake walk. I went to the lake walk. Yeah. Um, the rowing facility that I used to go work oh, out yeah, at. Yeah, I forgot about was, that. That would held only pleasant memories for me. But where else did I go? Did you go to the restaurant where we had dinner with Sebastian? I did not. <laughs> I feel like we should go there. <laughs> I don't even know if I'd remember where it was. Oh, I guarantee you once we got there, you would figure I, it out. I, I don't. I I wouldn't know where it I was. I can see what it looks like. And I think it was like well, we can find out from barbecue, Sebastian. but I don't, from Sebastian. Sebastian I, might know. We I went past him. the restaurant that he and I had had our first date at. Yeah. I Did you go eat there? No. I went past the the gay clubs. That's depressing whether it holds <laughs> driving <laughs> driving down the strip where the clubs are in broad daylight is depressing whether there's any whether you have Why any emotions. Is that? To, you know, it's just clubs don't look as funny yeah, during the no. day as they do at night. <laughs> no. Yeah. They're not all lit up. They're no. not all lit up. You don't have a couple yeah, drinks in Exactly. You. <laughs> That's what I was gonna say. <laughs> Yeah, but um, I have fun at the club with no drinks in me. I just would like people to know that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure that's hard to imagine if you see my videos on Instagram. Hmm. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I'm a really good dancer. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not. But no. I like it. <laughs> hmm. Well, that's anyway, interesting. Yep. Been there, done that. I don't need to go to Oklahoma. <laughs> well, Matt, I needs have a friend to relive in the memories. Tulsa that really wants me to come visit there. And she said the same thing. She's like, you need to come make some good memories in Oklahoma because. <laughs> Maybe I'm the one that needs to make good memories in Oklahoma. Maybe so. Yeah. <laughs> Steve's processed his. <laughs> yeah. And I don't remember or recall ever going there. Well, it's going to be a treat when we go, Matt. <laughs> Can't wait. We will document all of it. Okay. So something. Oh, what? I just keep thinking of more places I went. Oh. I went to the park where. I came out to all my family members on the phone. Ooh. I Ooh. went to the river walk where I came out to my dad on the phone. Heavy. That, <laughs> that is heavy. heavy. Moving on. What else? <laughs> okay. Did you go to the house where you found Penny in the backyard? That was <laughs> across the street <laughs> from our not. other house. <laughs> down down the alley behind the, the yeah. neighbors that in the stick awful. pile. Yeah. Maybe no. you should go st- stood in the stick pile. Uh, I guess I need to go back. I didn't go to the stick there pile. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go to the stick pile. <laughs> Tiny little Penny with her backpack on and no shoes. Yeah. <laughs> um, we'll put Penny back in the stick pile. <laughs> with no shoes. <laughs> Whatever. Pack her a backpack of fidgets. Yep. <laughs> oh, man. So we got another message today, this morning, Ooh. from a parent. And I was just thinking about it because we got this message. The review was from a parent that is now listening and relating hmm to her kids through our podcast. And I do think it's interesting that we get a lot of parents that are saying, hey, thank you for this. It's really helped me understand and whatever. And she was just saying that her one of her children is getting divorced. A couple of her children are LGBTQ plus. And so it's like the one and she's LDS. So like our podcast covers all of the things for her and relating to her children yeah. right now and has given her some clarity and i just thought that was really cool to hear and appreciated i love it when someone benefits from those pro- like clearly someone who like my motive for doing this is to help someone who is coming out 
getting divorced, leaving their church, experiencing all of those hard things to have some sort of light at the end of the tunnel to see that it you, you can get through that. Someone else has been there and done that and mm-hmm. I'm going to get through this. Like that's my motivation for doing this and but I love it when others when when someone who isn't experiencing something directly like we have and we are still finds ways like it still benefits them in other ways that that are just less direct and less obvious and that's that's great yeah. that's the power of sharing stories i feel like it's just that connection mm-hmm. realizing you're not alone going through yeah, things everything can be relatable yeah it's pretty cool grateful to be here <laughs> and going into this week's episode steve talking about this whole therapeutic trip you did is kind of continuing on with our conversation about self-care and taking care of yourself and finding creative ways to do that. Like that's something I've never done, but honestly probably would be good for me to go back to some of these places and revisit them and let go of the negative that might still be held there. One thing that I want to bring up before we dive too deep into this self-care stuff, I listened to uh, one of my friends talk about how he has kind of done away. Well, he hasn't done away with routines, but he's made it so that he doesn't always like fall into a routine all of the time. Like how or what? Like examples. I know a lot of times, like in like business or entrepreneurship, it's like get what is your morning routine? What is your going to bed routine? Like. It's banged into our heads that we have to have some sort Habits of... Habits for success. Yeah, we have to have some sort of routine in order to have success. And I I'm, I mean, I'm not a full, like... I mean, I've had routines, and I've, I think Jessica could probably attest to this. Like, I go in roller coasters. Like, sometimes yeah. I'll have a routine for a week, two, three, maybe three months. But then I'll go back into this, you know, I, I'm just going to take it as it comes and not necessarily have a morning routine or not necessarily have a set routine every single day that's scheduled the exact same way. And for me, what I've noticed is that if I don't have a routine, my creative juices like are always like clicking. And so when you're out of your routine, when I'm out of a routine because it it makes me have to process in a different way and see okay, what what is it Okay, this I'm triggered this way, or I'm I can see an opportunity here, and so and you feel less of that if you're just doing the same thing day in and day out. Exactly, because if you're following a set routine, like you're setting yourself up, like you never have to get out of that, and you don't have to like put yourself in in, in different situations to try and I don't know. Hmm. Does that it's, make sense? Yeah. <laughs> it's interesting, though, because I feel like for some people, having that routine eliminates decisions that they have to make throughout the day. And so, therefore, they have more energy to make the creative choices. Right. But I think kind of... And it all depends on yeah, the individual. a person's personality. Yeah. But figure out what works for you. I think that's the key to all of this that we're talking about is figure out something that works for you and that feels right. Ashlyn, when I interviewed her last week, she shared just like she felt this calling on her heart to go on this trip and she kept pushing down and felt like maybe it was too much to do. But then she just acted on it and went on this trip and how it changed her life. Like it changed the trajectory for how she was feeling and all those things so she could come back and be better. But it was just, she stepped out of her routine and all those things and followed the calling on her heart. And that's what you have to do is really lean into what that 
what your heart's telling you. Is this a good time to follow the routine? Is it not? One thing I think, Matt, is I feel like you talked last week or two weeks ago about having a list of yeah. things that you do that you like to do for self-care. Right. And I think if you go the route of not having the routine, that's key of just knowing, hey, what is it that I could check? Like, what do I want to do right now? What feels good right now? And maybe you can revisit that list of, you know what, this thing's calling to me. I'm going to go do that thing today because for- Like right now, this week, pickleball is calling to me. (laughs) Or for the last couple of weeks, pickleball has been calling to me. months. No, it's- It's been a couple months. (laughs) It's been a couple months since I've actually like really played because, I mean, here in Boise, there's no real place to play inside unless you want to go set up a net at the church or whatever. And I don't necessarily- Are are you saying you and Craig's- Indoor pickleball dreams didn't come to fruition. Uh, not yet. <laughs> Someday. Because you guys were looking at venues for indoor right, pickleball. Right, we were. But, I mean, there's there's a facility in, in Eagle that we... Anyways, back to the point is the last couple of weeks, pickleball has been calling my name of, I need to do something. So you've been making it happen. Yeah. So, and engaging uh, there. Yeah. And if I focus on that, like, it's been kind of weird because it's like who wants to play pickleball in the winter time but there has been people and individuals that yeah let's go play so one of my best friends keeps calling him to go play with her i think it's hilarious yeah it's fun (laughs) we're thinking thinking about entering a tournament together (laughs) i love this (laughs) i will be there cheering you guys on i think on february february 12th there's a tournament double mixed doubles at uh, Eagle Tennis Center. Don't you want to watch yes, this? Yes, I do. <laughs> <laughs> so. Team Matt uh, and telling me you guys are so competitive. Like, you're both competitive. Oh, oh, and yeah. So it's just I'm funny sure. together. And I I love it. Last time they played in our backyard together, Tara hit me in the head with the with the ball. I was in the hot tub. <laughs> well, <laughs> she didn't mean to, but it was yeah. pretty funny. <laughs> Yeah, I, I still haven't played pickleball on your court. What's that? I still haven't played pickleball on your court. You need to come play. I know. You would have You've fun. You invited me. I, yeah. And I intended to. It just hasn't happened. Because of your tennis past, you would definitely have fun playing pickleball with Matt. Mm. Yeah, that's fun. No shirts. You don't have to wear a shirt. <laughs> Who needs shirts? You can look like my dad and Matt. Skins and skins. <laughs> and the funnest part about the backyard <laughs> is after the game, when you're all but, super sweaty, you just jump in right the Right next to the court, there's a pool. Yeah. Yep. There you go. Come play this summer. I bet you would really like it and mm. it would be good. It would be good self-care. <laughs> it would be well, social I'll, and physical self-care. I'll let you Could know be. when pickleball is calling to me, Matt. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> you follow that call, Steve. Yeah. Come play with us. <laughs> so I've I've been diving into just like different types of self-care because there are a lot of different types and I think that's something important to acknowledge. And we kind of, we didn't, specify those types when we were talking a couple weeks ago, but we were talking about them and the things that we do. Well, each individual too, I think has their own type of self-care. Yeah. Something that you lean towards. And I think honestly, it's kind of important to get a variety of these in there and not like every day. We're not saying this is something you need to every day. You have to hit all of these markers, but there's six different types that they, that are typically laid out. You mentioned social and physical. Social and physical. So those are pretty obvious. Social is, you know, making time for friends, family, whoever it is you want to be with, planning dates, planning lunches, whatever. Physical, exercise, moving your body. That also includes rest. I take 17-minute naps. 
that's a part of my self care is the seventeen minute naps. Steve likes like Mine four two hour, hour nap. <laughs> two. Oh, two hour <laughs> nap. Sorry, sorry. <laughs> but that looks different for both of us. And also things like making sure you're drinking enough water during the day and things like that. And then there's also spiritual, which whether you're religious or not, is just doing like self-reflections. Steve and I usually, we talked about that in that last episode is that we combine that a lot of times with the running and Mm -hmm. self-reflection at the same time and Matt biking. And it often that can like running can be a spiritual outlet for me. Like I feel Mm -hmm. very, you know. It's not religious. It is no. it, it, it's spiritual for me. It's being up in nature and anyway. Having that connection yeah. to your surroundings and yourself mm-hmm. and all of those things. That's the spiritual part of it. And it can be like I love going to our church's temple. For me, that is a spiritual form of self-care. So it can be religious based, but it does right. not have to be. One of the ones I thought was interesting is practical self-care. And I realize I do this a lot. <laughs> Practical self-care is like budgeting, organizing things, and like planning those types of things so that it reduces your stress later on. And Mm. I feel like I've been deep in that this last weekend because I've been food prepping and meal planning for like a month and Mm. all of these things because I want to feel less stressed. It's funny because this last weekend, Steve, you showed up at our house and what was I doing? Washing your car. I was washing my car. For me... That is self-care. Mm. That is like, I can do this task for three hours and just lose myself in my thoughts. My like You wash your car for three hours? Well, I wash hers and then I wash mine. He was out there for quite that, a that while. That's some long car washes. <laughs> he got new toys. Yeah, I got some he new got car new wash car stuff. And wow. I was testing it all out. And, wow. and it was nice and sunny outside. It wasn't like... It was freezing. But it was sunny, at least. But for me, like, because you made the comment, you know you can go to a car wash place. there's a place that will do this for you, right? (laughs) Right. I'm with you, Steve. (laughs) And and my response, well, it's going to ruin the pain if I take it there. But at the same time, like, the main reason why I wash my cars is because it's, like, it's therapeutic for me. Yeah. For Christmas, Matt was came to me and goes, don't get me a car wash pass. Don't buy a car wash pass because I was thinking about it. Yeah. I want one because I want my car clean. He's like, I want to clean the cars. I said, okay. And you know what's funny to me is me getting my car washed at a car wash is practical self-care for me. Yeah. If at the start of a weekend, I'm going into the weekend with a clean car inside and out, vacuumed and washed, my stress level will be so much lower. Versus all weekend feeling like I'm such a mess. I need to get my crap together. Got to clean my house. I got to clean my car. I got to. So that has almost become a signifier for me of like, I'm ready to like enjoy this weekend because my car is washed. Yeah. It takes things <laughs> off your plate that you have yeah. to think about. That practical self care really is a big deal. I feel like yard work falls in this category too. Yeah. Some people totally. love mowing their lawn. Mm-hmm. I cannot stand mowing a lawn. And I'm so glad I don't have to do it now because it yeah. is. <laughs> when was the last time you mowed a lawn it's been a long time (laughs) and that's okay my favorite was when I came over and you were spray painting your grass we don't need to tell that story (laughs) yeah we do we love you Steve I thought it was brilliant it is brilliant that that year that it was a big drought in California there were literally companies for hire that would come spray paint your dead lawn green green. 
I love the idea. Yeah. So I let my grass die and I painted it green. Good job. <laughs> I think it's very inventive. That picture came up on my time hop recently. You have a picture of, my, of this. Of my freshly painted lawn. <laughs> I would love to see no, this. No. It doesn't did look you that have, good. It did just... you have two different tones of green so it looked like you had lines in it? Yes, I did. No, not lines. Oh, just oh. like just... different patches. Of, yeah. You know how you get like different patches of uh-huh. green? Uh-huh. Sure did. <laughs> It's like a creative outlet. Yep. Hmm. Cool. Nine dollars worth of spray paint took me as long as it would have to mow the lawn once. It was done for the summer. <laughs> Unfortunately, it was also gone by the end of summer. Dead grass does not stick around. It just turns into dirt real quick. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and then you I'm just had dirt. So this is on here. Oh, don't be embarrassed. Too late. Too late. <laughs> okay. There's... I do want to say it was already in my plan to. Zero, Zero escape. escape. So yeah. It was a conscious decision of I'm getting rid of my yeah. lawn. This is just gonna how I'm going to let it happen for the summer. Yeah. Hmm. It wasn't like unintentional. It was intentional. Can you imagine what our neighbors would say if I did that? Oh, my gosh. Yeah, y'all. <laughs> our neighbors would die. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm thinking, y'all are I in... might as well just do a social experiment with this. <laughs> Anyways. Oh. There's no HOA. No, I'm no. trying to think of what recourse they would have. They, they can't have. do anything. No, yeah, but you would be. Oh, we'd the outcasts. We'd, of we'd the be cul-de-sac. shunned for more than one reason. I can think of all the different reasons people on this block would be a little upset by that. Yeah, that's okay. We love them. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so another type of self care is emotional self care, and that's processing feelings, journaling, maybe going to a counselor. That's having, my hot tub. Having a friend or a confidant, that would be your hot tub time. And that is something that's basically a part of our routine right now, at least during the winter. We go out there between 8.30 and 9 every night. Yep. 8.30 and 9.15. Wind it down. Yeah. <laughs> Wind down. What did you say? It's a routine. It is a routine. It's a routine. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And But that's the thing is, like Matt's saying, I was thinking about this the other day, like Matt's and my routines definitely cycle. Like yeah. we'll get on a routine and sometimes we'll stick with it like I was saying, a week, month, year, and other routines, they last, well, we just don't have them. Sometimes we just don't have them. I think that's part of having kids too, though. Yeah. And especially kids on an every other week basis. Mm-hmm. Because you don't you do different things? Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's a very depending different routine one week who's to the there. next. Yeah. yeah. So, and then also mental, you have mental self-care. Which now I'm like thinking, what did I put down as the difference between What's the mental emotional and, and emotional? Mental? Oh, so mental is, <laughs> I just remembered, like reading books and doing a puzzle. So something that gets, you know, your, gets your brain going. going, but isn't necessarily like taxing or like something you have to do. So Steve brought up studying in college. Mm-hmm. So that wouldn't be really, I mean, in ways it's like a mental thing, but also it's kind of something you have to do. But this is for pure enjoyment, something that you just enjoy doing that kind of and challenges your thinking, like doing different. Sudoku or something. So yeah. my my mental challenge this weekend was figuring out how to engrave a rug. A rug? <laughs> oh, my gosh, yeah. Steve. <laughs> Matt and what I went mean? to brunch. Yeah. Uh, we got invited to brunch Saturday morning. and. We get in the car to leave and Matt goes, 
oh, I need to go to Joanne's. Like Joanne <laughs> Fabrics. And I thought Words I was Words you gonna, thought you would never hear. Yeah, I thought I was going to die. It was so funny. <laughs> and I tried to say it with a straight face. Oh, he, like, needed, he knew what he was doing. He needed doing. some fabric store therapy. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Self-care. That's a real thing. Fabric yes, store is. therapy is a real thing. <laughs> Not for me. But yeah, I knew he was totally, he just totally like tried to throw it under all casual. And I... <laughs> I just started laughing. <laughs> like, what? <laughs> I always need to go to Joanne's. Why do you need to go jo- Why to Joanne's? Why did you need to? I don't, you went to buy okay. a rug. So he went to get blank rugs so that he could use the laser engraver on What him. kind of rugs? The core, like. That, like, brown. Yeah. Like okay. the one that's on our front porch. Okay. Yeah. Why can't I think of the word for those? What do you call those? We should show you the one he made. He made one for- Did it work or did it just start on oh, fire? No, no, it was amazing. That's what he was trying to figure out is how to do it without starting it on fire. Yeah. But he did a great job. So he's a client that he's pictures. trying to get- What? Them to do- So that's just <laughs> burned into the surface of the little rug- Into the rugs. Yeah. I'll show so you. We have one up on up our back patio now too. Yeah. Wow. That says, don't forget your towel. <laughs> So right when the wow. kids are heading to the pool. <laughs> Smart. Yeah, he's pretty proud of himself. So, but that is a form of mental. Yeah. Self-care. So I was challenging my mind of okay to figure out how to do this. How do I do this? Like, let's get this done. And it can be things that are they look good. Yeah. <laughs> that are work related, because sometimes, like Matt and I both love doing things that are quote unquote work related that are supposed work but we love doing it you find fulfillment in it yeah and so it doesn't yeah I could feel watch this slow-mo like for work. hours <laughs> are we gonna be shipping those uh, probably he's trying to get <laughs> get that going so anyways those are types of mental self-care and definitely things to consider and I was thinking about this I was like I want to go through and write, make a list, like Matt was saying, about different things in each of these areas that I do find fulfillment in. I think I have stuff in all of these areas. That's what I was just thinking. I'm trying to, I'm going through this list but, in my head and thinking what types of self-care that I do regularly fall in these, in which of these categories. And, some and of I'm it, wondering if there's any, that's, any of those areas that's lacking and if that's yeah. something I should look into, if there's a, a need there that is not being filled yeah. or something. I'm sure we all have different levels of what type mm-hmm. of self-care we need and how much of each to fill even and, killed, but Yeah, for sure. When I was thinking like social-wise, my level of need on social self-care is pretty low. I used to think I needed a lot of it, and now it's gotten to where I don't need that engagement a lot. Why has that changed, do you think? <sighs> I don't know. Was it COVID? Well, I think COVID made me realize this. And kind of gave me the space to realize this about myself. And it was been a, it's been a very healthy thing for me to realize that I love being around people. You guys all know this. Mm-hmm. People know this. But I also am very okay diving in my own and have found new ways to help people. Before I thought it was, you know, having all of the ladies over for a girls' night like once or twice a month or whatever. And now I've realized that I kind of get this social fix maybe in in the online world of being able to help people there. I don't know. So do we need advice from real estate and metaverse? What's metaverse? Oh, Oh, it's the new Facebook. (laughs) (laughs) Virtual reality. They're selling real estate and virtual reality. No, see, I don't want to go to virtual reality. I still want real engagement with people. 
But I get lots of real engagement. I get messages from people every day. You don't know what you don't know. Oh, gosh. (laughs) (laughs) And I still do make it a point to go to lunch. Like I go lunch with a friend at least every other week and things like that. And if I don't see Matt for a long time, I kind of start going nuts. Hmm. Like if we don't talk, I need to talk to Matt. But the same thing, like I texted Steve the other day. I'm like, hi, I haven't talked to you for a long time. And we need to go sit on a curb somewhere and chat for an hour because that's usually where our talks take place. Now, let's clarify some things here because like if I'm not talking to Jessica, it probably means I'm on a trip. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's okay. either like lots of stuff has yeah. been going on with the kids and we <laughs> just Not that y'all are giving each other the cold shoulder. No. No, it's just like Matt's either gone on a trip or he's... We know what you mean. Or when, like miss schedules or, crossing and we just don't see each other as much. We're still together, but we just don't get that engagement. Yeah, I need the engagement. And that's why we have a standing hot tub time. Right now, yeah. <laughs> it either has to be a hot tub or a walk. Yeah. And honestly, that's what we do most of the time for date night. What do we want to do? I really want to go on a walk with you and get in the hot tub and then watch true crime. There we go. And eat dinner. I want somebody else to make dinner. And by somebody else, I mean, I want to go out to dinner. <laughs> Matt doesn't make dinner, <laughs> which is just fine. Steve makes dinner. I can make you grilled no. cheese. Hot cheese, <laughs> grilled cheese, mac and cheese. Chili and cheese, <laughs> chips and cheese. Those are called nachos. Somebody messaged us. Or commented on the post from the episode where we mentioned we referred to the chip incident that Steve's bringing mm-hmm. the chips. And they're like, I'm so proud that I know what you're referring to. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody commented on, I posted a picture from this week just at home and someone posted or responded, I love that beautiful 2009 Tuscan style. <laughs> She's like, show me more. <laughs> oh, it is so funny. Yeah, I love great. that we have inside jokes with people we yeah, don't know. Me too. It is Makes funny. Makes me super happy. <laughs> yeah. All right. So these are just some things to think about when you're thinking about taking care of yourself. And I was going to say when you're wanting to be bold, because this is how you connect with yourself so that you know how to show up for yourself. What you need, what you want. And that's what being bold is, is being in tune with yourself. So there you go. Anything else that we need to add to this? Matt's- no, I think it's, I mean, I also think that there's something to be said that some of the self-care that you do, it is easier and sometimes more pleasant if you have a partner in crime in those self-care. For example, like a lot of my self-care, I do like, I do activities with your dad all the time. Yeah. And him and disc I have golf. Yeah, disc golf or pickleball or whatever. Him and I have a lot of shooting or we'll, squirrels. Or we'll go we'll go up skiing or whatever. Yeah, catching squirrels or releasing them into the pool. Like we enjoy <laughs> that stuff. <laughs> I didn't know that story. <laughs> but it's if you can find a partner in crime or just somebody to do a self-care thing with you, that can be kind of a an accountability per se. Craig and Matt, self-care buddies for life. (laughs) (laughs) But at the same time, there are some things that it's just you'll do it and you'll figure things out on your Mm -hmm. own. Yeah. Yeah, that you want to do by yourself. Yeah. And sometimes you do like to mix that. Like, I don't want somebody helping me wash the car. Like, I'll just do that myself. Yeah. Yeah. So my my input was not welcomed? <laughs> um, I think I think you got the the gist of it. I did. 
<laughs> and that's the thing is like your self-care will not transfer over to other people. Just no. Like Steve saying he his self-care is going to the car wash, getting it done and having somebody else basically Yeah, but it's just funny that it's not because it. I enjoy that process. It's because I want you it done the and feeling after. And you want the process, Matt. Yeah. 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 And, and I'm not, I these six categories are new to me to think of self-care in this way. But for me, it's always, I've differentiated between like extrovert self-care and introvert. Like uh-huh. I know if I need to be around people and be social and have a fun yep. time and interact and connect. Or if I'm just like, uh-uh, you're not invited. This yeah. is, I, I need some time alone to do my thing. And yeah, there's a and, difference. Yeah. And on that, there's times that you want to be with certain people and other times that you're like, I can't. I can't handle that person today. And not because you don't love them or you don't care about them, but it's just a different feeling because right. you want to be there with them when you feel you're like the best with right. them, if that makes sense. That's not mean. That's just being real. Yeah. So there's a lot to think about around it. And I, I've wanted to dive in more into some of this. I mean, I'm pretty good at self-care, but I think it's it'd be interesting to get to know myself even better. Yeah, could be scary. <laughs> is it scary? <laughs> that was a scary I was face. It scary. You guys should have seen my face. So good. All right. Anything else we need to say today? I don't think so. Before we close out here, let's adjourn. Let's adjourn. We do have that time study sheet linked in the show notes. We're going to link that. I created one. Oh, you did? Yeah. Actually, I had one created, I should say. Had a time study sheet created? Yeah, just like a simple, most of it was hard to find a link to them online. And so I just. Well, maybe you should take a look at my time study sheet and yeah. see if there's some tweaking we could do. And, yeah, for and sure. Before we send this to the masses. Yeah, but it'll be there for you guys so that you can look at that. And then I, I encourage you, and I think I might actually add this onto this time study sheet. That link is just these six things, six different. Self-care, self-care categories. Self-care categories, yeah. Dive into those and you can make your own list and kind of get to know yourself. Because there are other categories within life. Oh, yeah. Yeah. This is just a general starting point. Get you thinking more about it. Because the majority of us probably aren't that great at self-care. We could all use work in that area. Yeah. Okay. Go check it out. The link is in the show notes or on Instagram. It's in the bio. Thanks, everybody. Take care. Bye. Hey everyone, for the takeaway this week, we just wanted to really let you guys know that it is so important to love yourselves. We change, our bodies change, things change. And so we got to learn to love ourselves in a new way, no matter what phase of life. And don't let anybody tell you where you should be at or what you should be doing. You pay attention to what feels right for you. If you enjoyed today's episode, please go share it on social media. Take a screenshot, tag husband-in-law. And if you have a question, go to Apple Podcasts and put a rating and review and write the question in the review. We will be sure to answer it for you.